This call may be recorded or transcribed. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Papa Sita. Good morning, Sister Yvonne. Happy Wednesday. Good to hear your sound. Good morning, it's Susie. Good morning, Susie. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday to you, too. You have a wonderful and blessed day. Thank you. You, too. Thank you. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valacita. Who else has joined us? Leticia. Good morning, Leticia. Happy Wednesday. Thank you. Good morning. Good morning. Thank Good you for calling to Good morning. It's Brother Michael. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. Good morning, Brother Michael. Happy Wednesday. You too as well. Thank you. Thanks. Good morning. Thank you for calling to Victory. This is Valacita. Who else has joined us?
Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Who's on the line? Good morning, Valuables. Rochelle, happy Wednesday. Good morning. Happy Wednesday. Have a blessed day. Thank you so much. You too. Thank you. Letitia, I wanted to ask you, is this your first time calling in? Yes, it is. Oh, I'm so sorry. Happy um, Happy Wednesday and welcome to the call. So Thank glad you. to hear your sound. Who Thank invited you? you? Uh, Pastor Ricky. Oh, awesome. We hope you continue to call in. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you. Good morning. Good morning, oh. it's Pretty Patrice. Good morning, Pretty. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. How Thank are you? I'm doing wonderful. And you? I'm wonderful as well. Good, good, good. Thanks you all rested up from it. your trip? <laughs> <laughs> I am. I am wonderful. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> good morning, Dallas. Thanks for Diane. Good morning, Diane. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday to you. Thank you. Go ahead on mute. All right. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Who else has joined us? Good morning. This is Sister Lisa. God bless everyone on the call. And you have a great day. And I have a prayer request. I just lost my cousin yesterday. Her name is Diane Tennis. Could we pray for the family, please? Yes, I'm sorry for that. Um, the tennis family, please? Yes. Okay. Thank you so much. God, lift it up, God. Be present from the body with the Lord. So she needed more. So thank God. Yeah. You lift it up. I got to keep going. Yes. Valacita. I just want to give a praise report um, that we prayed for Marvin's cousin, Casey, that uh, he is safely home with his family. Oh, wonderful. Awesome. Thank you for letting us know. Yes, to God be the glory. Thank you all for praying. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for letting us know. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valacita. Who else has joined us? Good morning. It's Krishanda. Happy Wednesday. God bless everyone. Love you. Good morning and happy Wednesday. Good to hear your sound, Krishanda. Thank you. Hey, good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Vivi. I'm sorry. Somebody's still talking. It's Didi. How are you? Good morning, Didi. Happy Wednesday. Hey, y'all, I just want to give God praise and thank y'all for your prayers. Y'all know our babies that were born in December, both of them. Michael was one pound. Alexis was three. Both them jokers are both 16 pounds now and they're doing well. So I wanted <laughs> to share that with my family. That is awesome. That is wonderful. God is so good. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for that praise report. Hey, good morning, Valuable. It's Moxie. Good morning, um, Declare Victory family. Happy Wednesday, everybody. Happy Wednesday, Moxie. 
Good morning. Good morning. God bless. I'm sorry, someone was saying something. I didn't mean to cut you off. I just said, good morning. God bless you. Oh, good morning. Happy Wednesday, sunshine. Good morning, Valacita. Good morning. Is that Christina Joy? It is. (laughs) Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday to you, too. Thank you. Is there anyone else I would like to say good morning before we begin the hosting? Good morning, Lizette. Good morning, Lizette. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Thank you. Okay, at this time, I'm going to ask everyone to please place their phones on mute and we'll begin the hosting. Good morning, everyone. My name is Valuable Valacita and I'm your hostess. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Friday starting at 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 a.m. Central Standard Time, and 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Be sure to join us during the month of July where our monthly theme is entitled Transformation. All the declarations will focus on the importance of being transformed by the Holy Spirit as we yield to the will and plan of God in order to fulfill his purpose in our lives. There are two announcements today. Today is the day that declare victory fast for anything that you may be believing the Lord for. If you would like to join in, push back your plate or something that you spend a lot of time doing and offer this time to the Lord in prayer. We will be fasting all day until 5 o'clock p.m. 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, when we will call back into the same phone number and have a quick closing prayer. Second, we would like to offer you an opportunity to put God first in the area of your finances. Our mission at Declare Victory is to offer sound declarations based on biblical truth, along with prayer during the week and outreach participation to serve our communities in need. Will you partner with Declare Victory by giving to support our mission? There are three ways to give. You can give at declarevictory.org or through PayPal at paypal.me forward slash declarevictory or through Cash App at dollar sign I declare victory now. We pray many blessings by our Heavenly Father be returned to you for your giving and trusting in Him. We have one prayer request and three praise reports. So the first prayer request is from Lisa, and she is asking us to pray for the Tennis family as um, her cousin recently just passed away. So let's lift up the Tennis family, praying for um, peace and comfort to be upon them during this time. Um, Rochelle gave us a praise report. Marva's cousin, Casey, is home safely. So praise God. And then D-Alpha gave us a praise report. Michael and Alexa um, are doing very well. They are thriving. They were born at one pound, and today they are 16 pounds. So praise God. We thank you, Jesus. The order of the call is as follows. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Sabrina. Declaration will be brought by Philip Watson. Then we'll go right into closing comments, which will be hosted by Philip. I'll repeat the order. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Sabrina. Declaration will be brought by Philip Watson, and then we'll go right into closing comments hosted by Philip. 
The scripture for today is Philippians chapter 3, verse 14. I press on to reach the end of the race and receive the heavenly prize for which God, through Christ Jesus, is calling us. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask that you please place your phones on mute until instructed to come off of mute. I now pass the call to Sabrina. Have a blessed day. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you this morning. We bless you. Right in the space that we're in, we bless you for the dawning of a new day. We thank you for your grace and your mercy that has allowed us to not only see it, to behold it, but to live in this creation, Father. We just bless you, God, for your goodness and your mercy. We thank you this morning, God, because you're trustworthy. We thank you this morning that you are a prayer hearing and answering, God. We thank you that you are alive and well and still doing miracles. So, Father, we just bless you. Why you continue to not only hold us up, but you hold us, God, right in the safety of the palm of your hand. Father, we recognize this morning that there is nothing that we could do, we could be, we could achieve, we could even seek without you. So even as we sit with where we are in recognition of where we need to be, even in you, God, we just thank you that you love us where we are, that your love not only constrains us, but it meets us. At the point of our being, your love met us when we were yet in sin. God, you commended your love and your son died on the cross for us. So, Father, we thank you this morning for anything, as is our custom, to thank you for everything before we ask you for anything. Father, we thank you for the praise reports that have gone forth. We thank you for Casey's safe return home. We thank you for blessing the babies, God. And we thank you that your hand is still on them, Father. We thank you for every sign that you have given us to remind us that you still hear and answer prayer, that you hear us when we pray, Father. We thank you for every open door. We thank you for every closed door, Father. We just bless you today, Father, because you're worthy of praise. So, Father, as we lift up the petitions that were laid out, God, those that are written on the tablets of our hearts, and those that have been spoken, we say in advance that we trust you to meet every need according to your will first, and then according to your riches and glory. Thank you that you have the supply that is needed to meet every need. Thank you that you are the all-sufficient one, creator of the end of the universe. And so God, we bless you today for the tennis family. God, we lift up Lisa. Um, God, as they sit in bereavement and lost the love, we ask that you would do, Father, what only you can do, and that's to comfort and to hold and to guide and to support during this difficult process. We thank you for Lisa standing in the gap on behalf of the family, God, and we ask that you would bless her. God, in the same way that you would do for them, Father, we lift up those that are in need of healing across their bodies. Father, we lift up those that are on our prayer list, and we continue to trust you with for lasting healing, God. We thank you in advance for how you continue to sustain and how you continue to provide. Father, I lift my brother Chris up to you on today. God, we lift up all of those that are standing in proxy for someone who needs healing. Father, someone who they're trusting you. God, we lift up the elders of the line, our parents, those that are represented here, still have senior parents. 
I lift them up to you, Father. I lift up Mama Doris. I lift up Mama Hazel, Mama Jackie, God, and Gigi, God. And for everyone else whose mother is still here, whose father is still here, we lift them up to you. Thank you for healing. Thank you for health and for prosperity. Thank you, God, for sound minds. God, we thank you for legacy. We just bless you, God, because even in the difficult spaces, you're still God, still providing, still doing what only you can do. Father, we lift up those that are sick, those that need healing in their bodies, those that are trusting you. Father, we you we thank you that you are everywhere at the same time. We thank you that you're an omnipresent God. Hallelujah. So we ask that you would go into the hospitals, God. We thank you that you have the ability to go into the highways, God, and you have the ability to reach up under freeways. You have the ability to bend down and to speak into hospital beds. So, Father, we thank you that your will was being done here, there, and everywhere on earth as it already is in heaven. We thank you for giving us, God, the ability to trust you. Hallelujah, and to see your will as good, even when it doesn't look like it. We thank you, Father. So we lift up all of those. God, we lift up the children who are enjoying their summer. We thank you, God, for those that are being kept safe. God, we ask that you will bless the families that lost children over the weekend from accidents, God, from drownings. God, we ask that you would do what only you can do. And that speaks God in that situation. So, Father, there are many petitions. God, we pray for this sin-sick world. Hallelujah. We pray for those over in Ukraine. We pray for those in Buffalo, in Uvalde, Texas. God, we pray for those in Chicago. We pray for victims of mass shootings everywhere. And we pray against the evil that would allow it to be perpetrated. Father, we thank you that you have given us free will out of your desire for us to choose you just like you chose us. Father, we lift up those that are using their choice to wreak evil in this world. And we ask that you would arrest evil in your time. God, we know that there is no power on this earth that can stand before you, not even the forces of evil. So we rest comfortably knowing that you have the whole wide world in the palm of your hand. So, Father, as we take our phones off the moon, we do so with the intention to bless you. We do so with the demand of our life to give you praise, to give you glory, to give you worship. As we take our phones off you, God, we bless you right here in the sanctuaries of our heart. We bless you. you. Thank you. Right here, God. Even in our I 
As we get ready to hear from the declare, Father, we place our phones back on you. We just thank you for this time that we were able to spend with you. We thank you that you were able to be with us in the midst of our praise, in the midst of our worship. We thank you that uh, the petitions that were on our heart have been laid safely at your feet. So as we get ready to receive the word, we pray for the declare on today. We ask that you would speak not only through, but that you would speak to him. God, we thank you for the anointing and the grace that's over his life to evangelize and speak and to preach and to teach the gospel. And we ask in advance that all that he pours out today will be poured back into him some 30, 60, and 100 fold. So as we check our phones one more time, Philip, I'm transferring the call to you, Minister Watson, it's in your hand. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. And Phil, if you are talking, we can't hear you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. One second. Okay, hallelujah. We bless your name, God. We ask that you would be with us today, God, as we go out into the a marketplace, God, as we go about our day making transactions, God, that you would just wrap your arms around us and protect us, God, that you would open up our eyes, show us what we need to see, open up our ears so that we can hear what we need to hear, God. We ask that you would be with us as we own the world, out on the highways and the byways, that you would keep her harm and danger from near us, God, that you would keep, God, the danger that we can see in that which we don't see away from us, Father. We thank you for everyone who has to leave their home today. Hallelujah, we'll make it back safely at the appointed time. Hallelujah, that your angels of mercy will encamp round about them. Hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, we bless you. Philip, the call is in your hands. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Good morning to everyone, and God bless you all. God bless you all. Um, I'm really excited about today. Um, Well, I'm always excited, 
and this particular topic um, that we're going to touch on, um, I actually have a couple of verses um, because I wanted to uh, touch on a different kind of view from it. Um, And it's more of a uh, warning that I would say that we're going to do today, um, a warning. So, Father, I just thank you, and I just ask that you would bless me with the wisdom of how to speak this, Lord. Um, I pray that what you want me to say will be said. If you don't want me to say something, that it will not be said. Um, But give me the wisdom of how to say this, Lord God, Um, in a way, Lord, where people can hear and feel your love. They can feel your love, your love as a father. Um, So I just pray that anything resisting the father's love today, let that thing, Lord God, be dealt with. Lord, let let every gate, uh, everything that it came in to try to resist the father's love, Lord, let it be shut down now. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So there's a particular verse in the Bible, um, you know, as we're talking about transformation, um, and it's Second Corinthians 11, verse 13. 2 Corinthians 11, verse 13. And it says, for such are false apostles, deceitful workers, transforming themselves into the apostles of Christ. I'm going to say that again. For such are false apostles, deceitful workers, transforming themselves into the apostles of Christ. Okay? Now, we know what it means to be a deceitful worker, right? There are some people, obviously, that Paul is calling a false apostle, okay, a false apostle. Um, And what's happening is Paul is saying the difference between him and other people. And he's saying, listen, you know, if somebody comes and preaches another Jesus, Right, or somebody comes and brings another spirit or gives another gospel, he's saying that, hey, you know, that person is not with me. I don't know who that is. He's like, I take this thing very seriously. I don't come trying to rob you. I don't come trying to take all your money. You know, yeah, he talks about all this. You know, he's going in, and he's saying, look, when I come, I come over here because I love you. When I'm coming and doing what I'm doing, it's because I love you, and I'm coming with the love of God. And the ones who are coming and doing the opposite, the ones that are coming and taking your money, the ones who are... um, uh, the the ones who are um, 
preaching another Jesus, you know, he's like, listen, they're false apostles. They're deceitful workers. And they transform themselves into the apostles of Christ. And then he says in the next verse, don't think that them transforming themselves into Christ is some marvelous thing or something marvelous from the sense of like, wow, I can't believe they would transform themselves into apostles like that, you know, to deceive us. And he said, look, don't you even sit there and marvel about that because Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light. So he says, look, all they're doing and all that what they're doing is based off of is what Satan does. He said, so if Satan transforms himself into an angel of light, then of course they will transform themselves into an angel of light. Now, that word transform in this passage also means disguise. Disguise or transfigure. Disguise or transfigure. Okay? Um, So I know that we tend to look at transforming from a place of, hey, you know, I'm transformed by the renewing of my mind. I was this one person, but then I was transformed. Usually, um, a lot of times, there's a positive connotation that we put with transformation as it relates with us. It's a very powerful word. I even do a Bible study for a church uh, called Transformation Church. You know, it's a great word. But at the same time, Paul says, hey, there are people that can actually transform themselves into apostles of Christ. Or let me take it a step further. There are people who can transform themselves into saints. One second, you know, they the wildest person that you didn't see Monday through Saturday. But come Sunday, when they come to service, they're super saints. You know, and they, they they got the super safe thing going on. You know, they transform. Okay, they, this is what happens. They transform. They they disguise themselves. Okay, they have to disguise. This isn't necessarily who the person is. See, as people, we have the ability. To transform, but I'm I'm taking this another place. I'm saying this: just as Satan has the ability to transform into an angel of light, being that we have this thing called the flesh, the flesh is able to transform into something it's not, but transform for the purpose of deceiving, transform for the purpose of deceiving, you know, 
it's almost like you're at work and you're at your job and you were just sitting there ripping your boss. You were talking about your boss so bad. And then the moment your boss walks up on you and you don't want your boss to hear you, you transform. You know, all of a sudden, oh, oh, hey, how are you? Like, you know, you act like, you know, everything is all good. You transform. You you make this change in your in your form. You make this change in your appearance all of a sudden. Okay? This is what happens. Now, I'm saying this because God doesn't want us to be a people who have to transform our character, you know, transform into something that we're not. Now, does God want to transform us? Yes, but the thing with God is he wants to transform us from the inside, okay? He wants to transform us from the inside. What the enemy is a master at doing is transforming us from the outside. I'm going to say that again. What God wants to do is transform us from the inside. What the enemy is gifted at doing is transforming from the outside. For instance, Satan is wicked, is evil. There's no good in him. He's a murderer from the beginning. He's the father of lies. He kills, he steals, he destroys. His his name, the devil, actually means accuser. He is so wicked. He is beyond anything that we could even humanly imagine of what wickedness is. Whatever is the epitome of wickedness in any situation or area, that's what the devil is. Yet, he can transform or disguise himself as an angel of light, as an actual angel bringing light, a good angel, an angel who has some type of revelation or thing to share with others. But that's because he's a master at transforming the outside. He's a master at causing illusions, causing things to appear one way when they're really another way. But God transforms us from the inside. When Satan comes as an angel of light, his heart still hasn't changed. He still has the same heart. Matter of fact, it's that deceitful heart that's actually encouraging him to say the things he's saying as an angel of light because he's speaking from the place of trying to deceive us. Okay? So, again, when Satan deals with transformation, he's trying to transform from the outside. God doesn't look at the outer appearance. He looks at the heart. So why is this so important? Because we're actually living in an age right now. We're living in an age 
where we see outward transformation. We're living in an age right now where outward transformation is prevalent. Prevalent. All the way down to you can outwardly change your gender. You can outwardly change your gender. Whether it's through surgery or just making the choice with the whole transgender thing where people can be a man one day and say, tomorrow, I'm going to be a woman. Where a woman can say, you know what? I'm a woman today, but tomorrow, I'm going to be a man. I want to show you all this parallel again. I want to go back to the Bible verse before I go any further because I'm going to touch on some things, all right? Um, God transforms us from the inside. Satan focuses on transforming from the outside. Now, we have all of these things with social media, filters. You can see some people. And they'll look one way, and then you go and meet them in person, and you like, this is not the same person that I just saw on social media. Why? Because they transform themselves outwardly. There is an outward transformation. But no matter how much we transform ourselves on the outside, no matter how much change we do, no matter how much surgery we may get. You know, you got some people, some women, they going and getting these uh, uh, Brazilian butt lifts, you know. I mean, like, listen, this is not a call to condemn anybody. Not at all. I ask you to please just heal, heal my heart. This is not a diss call. I haven't dissed anybody. I'm merely speaking about outward transformation versus inward transformation. So we can have all of these things where we transform on the outside. But no matter how much you transform on the outside, man looks at the outer appearance. God looks at the heart. You can still hear the truth of what that person is when you hear them speak. They can try to say what they say. They can try to, everything can sound great. It can sound like they dotting all the I's and they crossing all the T's. Let's, let's use that verse, 2 Corinthians eleven fourteen where it says Satan transforms himself into an angel of light. Now, do you think when Satan is coming as an angel of light, he's up there saying, I'm, I'm really certain. Yeah, I just have a, you know, different kind of look on the outside. No, 
<laughs> His whole vibe is changed up, okay? Voice, he ain't telling you he's Satan or none of that. But Jesus says, you know a tree by its fruit. You know about the certain things that are said. Francis, let me give you some just very practical examples in history of Satan disguising himself as an angel of light. You know, there are religions that were started. Religions that were started by angels. Yeah, if you're to go and research it, let me give you an example. And again, this is not to condemn. This is not condemning at all. I'm just saying some historical facts. The historical fact that when the Muslim religion started, Muhammad, he called it the night of power and excellence. Muhammad received, or the day of power and excellence, one of those two, where he received this revelation, where he received the words of the Quran, where he received the whole thing about Islam. You know, he says he got it from an angel. Yeah, he got it from an angel. A lot of you all out on the West Coast, you have Mormons, the whole Mormon faith. Joseph Smith, who's credited with birthing the thing. You had good old Joseph Smith, where it was the Bible, it was the Bible, and then he says an angel came and visited him and gave him a new revelation, a new revelation of Jesus Christ. Or, let me, and let me make sure I'm not messing the story up. Let me say this. I don't remember if it was an angel or if he says it was Jesus Christ himself. I think it was an angel that was involved. But I'm going to show you all um, something of how you can tell because some of us that Satan is appearing to us as an angel of light. Okay? Yeah, it was an angel. It was an angel called um, 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 he said the angel Gabriel. Actually, he said there's 24 angels who visited him. Okay, he says 24 angels visited him, all right? And he got this, you know, he's gotten this other revelation. So now Mormons, when they teach, the reason that the Mormon faith is different from our faith as, as believers, those who believe solely the 66 books of the Bible, is because the Mormons believe that Joseph Smith, was given a newer revelation of Jesus Christ. And this revelation talks about America and everything like that. And this revelation was given in the 1800s. Okay? So it's it's like a more updated to them, a more updated version, a more updated revelation. It was given by an angel. Now, this is how we know that this angel was not sent from the God of the Bible. 
How do we know that the angel with Muhammad, the angel with Joseph Smith, how do we know that it was not the God of the Bible? Because you might sit there and say, well, how are they supposed to know? This thing looked like an angel and talked like an angel. How are we supposed to know? Again, Jesus says you'll know a tree by its fruit. Anything that tries to bring attention to something outside of Jesus, anything that tries to add to what was already done on the cross, anything that tries to add to that or take away from it, we know it's not God. We know it's not God. There is nothing else to do. There is no newer thing that God is saying to people. No. The newer thing happened. Jesus died on the cross. And then after he died and he rose again, he sent something to confirm the whole thing. And that was his Holy Spirit of promise. That's it. Anything that adds on that truth, anything that takes away from that truth, we know it's not God because God is a God of order. God doesn't release confusion. He's not the author of confusion. What he said is what it is, and it will stand. But what the enemy does, is he comes to bring other things, okay? He comes to bring other things. Uh, He comes to make us believe certain things like, yeah, I know that's what God told you, but that's not really what it is. You know, that's really, you know, it's it's something more. It's, It's something else, okay? It's something else. But we have to know through hearing the heart of the particular thing. So where am I going with all of this? Where I'm going with all of this is about outward transformation versus inward transformation. Inward transformation. You want to allow Holy Spirit to do the inner work. You want to allow Holy Spirit to do the inner work. I'm going to give you all an example of what transformation looks like, okay? I'm going to give you a very extreme example because I know there are a lot of transformed people that are on this line. There are a lot of people on this line who once were something else, and the Lord transforms you. But think about this. When he transforms you, he didn't start from the outside. He started from the inside in your heart. And from your heart being transformed, it caused your outward to be transformed. Okay? He started from the heart first. There's some of you all know this, but there, or, or let me say this because I don't know everybody on the phone. There may be some of you all. I don't know, but there may be some that are on the phone, that have not experienced the inner work of the Holy Spirit, that have not experienced inner transformation. This thing with the Lord is more so like a philosophy with you. 
It's something like, you know, you say it, you profess it, things of that nature, but you're not really walking in it. There isn't any transformation that's in the heart. You're basically walking and doing things similar to what we just touched on in the Word of God. You're disguised. There's a disguise going on, okay? God wants to do an inner transformation in our hearts. God doesn't want this to be some outward transformation. Like he said, where he says, outwardly they appear like something, but inwardly they are ravening wolves. God doesn't want us to be that. He doesn't want us to be two people. Okay? This is not the God that we serve. God wants to transform your heart. God doesn't want us living to where, you know, we, we, you know, we, we're one person in church and then we're another person when we get out of church. We're one person around the believers, but we're another person when we get around our family. God doesn't want us to do that. God wants us to be consistent. He wants us to be stable. If you're struggling with that, no condemnation. We're going to say a prayer for you today. You don't have to uh, out yourself or say that's you, okay? Nobody's saying, hey, you got to do that and everybody can see you. Now, if you want to do that, that's totally up to you. But I'm saying I want to encourage you with this today, that by you not saying that does not mean that this prayer isn't going to work, okay? It will work. The thing is, though, when are you going to receive it or not, okay? But God is calling out to us. He doesn't want us to be those that walk around disguising ourselves as angels of light, but inwardly we're ravening wolves. He doesn't want that. God wants us to be stable in our character. God wants to do a work inside of us, and the work inside of us is produced on the outside. Okay? doesn't want this transforming back and forth. Why? Because he says a double-minded person is unstable in all of their ways. Okay? This this just hit my heart. I want to say this. Um, and then we're gonna we're gonna kinda close it up and get to the end. And this next part might really sound a little ouchy, what I'm going to say. But I just pray again uh, that I'm speaking um, with the Father's love. I, I pray that you all will hear the Father's love for his children of the Lord saying, I don't want you to, to outward transformation. I could care less about. It's the inward transformation. See, remember you all. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So when the heart is transformed, the mouth transforms. The mouth is outward. The heart is inward. Let's say that again. The mouth is outward. The heart is inward. So if you want to know the inner transformation 
that went on inside. Listen to the outward thing of the mouth, okay? The mouth could be saying a whole lot of things, but there are certain principles with the mouth where you can find out if there's inward transformation or not. But I got hit with this one thing. I was doing a teaching on uh, confusion the other day. Um, I was at this uh, ministry called Hub. Uh, they had asked me last minute, like the the, the day of, um, it was an emergency, and so they asked me to fill in. And so I was like, okay, I've never exposed this teaching before, but I know this is something that God has been showing me a lot in the last two weeks and, and scriptures and this like that. But um, I haven't had time to come on social media or anything like that because of just all the things that I've been doing for Jesus. And so what ended up happening, <laughs> the Lord had hit me with this one thing about how confusion, which also means disorder, disturbance, commotion, how confusion, the original confusion happened in heaven with the with, with, with Satan, who was an angel, right? And Isaiah 14, where it touches upon how Satan, who was called Lucifer then, kept saying, I will, I will, I will exalt my throne above the heavens. I will do this. I will do this, you know. He desired to be God. He wanted to take over and he wanted to be God. And so what happened in that particular moment was he ended up hmm, he ended up creating confusion. He went and got a third of the angels and they caused commotion, disturbance in heaven to where God sat there and had to silence the confusion by making war and throwing the enemy out of heaven. But there was much confusion that was going on. One of the things that led to the confusion was Satan's desire to transform into something he wasn't. His desire to say, you know what? I want to be God. I want to be the one that's exalted. I want to be the one that is lifted up. And so now what ends up happening is he feels the right or the authority to go and do something that he's not called to do. And as a result, he ended up falling. He ended up falling. Now, why am I touching on all of this? Because if you read the scriptures and you read what he was saying before he contributed to the confusion, you can see the posture of his heart. Even though outwardly he was saying all of these things, I mean, or doing all of these things, inwardly he was talking about, I will exalt myself. I will do this thing. All of this pride being exhibited. The same way of Judas, Judas appeared as an apostle. Judas Iscariot, I mean, because there were two Judases. Judas Iscariot. 
he appeared as an apostle. He appeared as someone who was doing the things of God. Remember, Jesus equipped Judas, too, to go and cast out devils, to go and heal the sick. Judas was one of those 70 that came back saying, oh, my gosh, Lord, we're doing all of this stuff. So outwardly, Judas was that. But inwardly, there was something else that was going on in Judas's heart. People of God, I want to encourage us today. We're, we're living in a time where outer transformation is being stressed so strongly. People, trans, you, you know, um, the way people were trolling little Kim a couple of weeks ago because of the way she looked on the BET Awards, okay? And we know that one of the reasons she looks like that is because of all of the different surgeries and things she's gotten on her face. If you were to go back and look at the way she looked before those surgeries, she looked nothing like that. Nothing like that. You know, but there was outward transformation. But the problem with the outward transformation with her was the outward transformation didn't change what was going on in her heart. It didn't change it. It didn't change the rejection. Now, the enemy makes will lie to us and make us feel like by us changing outwardly, maybe it will do something and help us get away from that inward thing. But it's only with the interchange of the heart. It's only with Holy Spirit ministering to our heart on the inside that there will truly be interchange. There's a call that is being released today, even on this line right now, where the Lord is crying out for interchange, inward change, sanctification of the Holy Spirit. Think about this. Think about the, 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 the topics and, you know, where we're going every month, okay? God is doing something. God is doing something. He's taking you from sanctification and being set apart to set apart to now it's transformation time. But we don't want to miss the transformation. We don't want to miss it because we're doing an outward transformation. God wants an inward transformation. He wants an inward transformation inside inside. God wants to change us inside. And it's not you that does it. It's Holy Spirit who does the inward work. But we have to allow him to do it. Those times where he's knocking at the door of your heart and he's saying, hey, put down those cigarettes. He's knocking at the door of your heart. Hey, that, put that Hennessy in that Ciroc. Why don't you go ahead and sit that down? He's knocking at the door of your heart. Hey, don't go to that computer screen and turn on that pornography. He's knocking at the door of your heart. Hey, don't go over that man's house tonight. Don't go over that woman's house tonight. Come on. Come on. 
hey, I want to deal with you in the area of that masturbation. Come on. God wants to do an inward work in us. Hey, aren't you tired of stealing money from other people? Come on. God wants to do something inward in us. See, the thing that makes us different is because there's an inward work that is done. And that inward work produces the outward results. The inward work produces the outward results. Hallelujah. It is a wonderful thing. It is a powerful thing. The Lord wants to do an inward work on the inside of us. So what we're going to really pray for today is we're going to pray because, again, I know um, what was said. Maybe it may have bothered some people. Maybe you may be convicted, but you're going to still put a mask on, you know, when when you 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 uh you go and you talk today or whatever. But you know, if if there are things coming up in your heart that are trying to reject what is being saying said, I would encourage you to go to the Word of God and and say, hey, what was off about what they were saying? If there's something inside of you that's making up excuses or using the old cliches, God knows my heart, well, it's a process, all that other stuff. Okay, yeah, we know that. We know that God knows our heart. We know that it's a process. But the reality of the matter is, is that God wants to change our heart. And guess what? We could say something is a process all day. But we serve a God that the Bible says with him, nothing is impossible. So sometimes we might be trying to make something longer than what it really has to be. Because we've already put in our mind of this whole process thing, this whole, you know what I'm saying, where God may want to just totally transform you right at the snap of the finger. Just like he did the man with all the demons in the, in, the, in the grave, in the cemetery. Come on. So I just want to encourage you today, and we're, we're going to pray. Okay? God wants to do this outward work. Some of you are, maybe are run, have been running from rejection. Okay? You've been running from rejection. So you've been transforming yourself outwardly. Instead of dealing with that thing that's making you feel ugly. Instead of dealing with that thing that makes you feel like you have no self-worth. So now you're going and transforming yourself. Come on. When you see somebody who's transformed their sex, okay, there's something going on inwardly. I'll never forget, um, um, during the, uh, the Pride Day or something, I, I spoke to um, this lady. It was to her and a man. The lady was like full-fledged, like, you know, 100% like homosexual. That's what she was. Um, now, I'm going to be honest with you. I had to ask her. She was with the guy, right? And the guy, he was homosexual. But with all of these terms and things and all of this confusion going on right now, you know, because some of this stuff can be confusing. I mean, it's the truth. You know, 
there are certain questions that now you got to ask. So when I was talking to her, I asked her, I said, please forgive me for my ignorance. Please correct me if I'm wrong. But I'm asking this for a reason because of the times that we're in. So as you're telling me this, I have to ask you, are you a transgender? You know, in other words, I'm asking her, are you really a man? You know what I'm saying? Who's now identifying as a woman. You got you to ask that now. That's what it is. And then she was like, no, she's, she's fully, you know, what she is and blah, blah, blah. Okay, cool. All right. But she tells me you are. She says, you know what? She says, every gay person, she says, it may not be how we feel right now once we're into our thing. But when we first have that feeling, she said, we don't, we don't want to, we don't, we don't want to be gay when we first get that feeling. We want to be straight. She said, we don't want to go through persecution. We don't want to sit there and, and, you know, have people coming down on us. Then she began to share some stories about uh, some of the harsh things that were said and done to her. You know what I'm saying? When she was young. You know what I'm saying? And how much she was trying to fake and try to pretend like she was straight, you know, and she was doing it more so from the place of not wanting to be dissed or discriminated against when inwardly she knew how she felt. Okay. Inwardly she knew how she felt and she brought a perspective to me that I never considered. And I was sitting there like, wow. So I was just listening. I mean, I was just like listening and just really just, you know, just getting information as she was sharing. And as the guy was sharing, the guy, he had left his country because the country he come from, they'll kill you if they find out you're homosexual, you know. But the thing that they both kept saying was there was this thing in their heart of, like, I feel like this. Now, the deception of the enemy is, hey, this is how you feel? Yeah, that's okay. That's all right. You know, that's 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 perfectly fine. How you feel is this is who you are because you're having these feelings. This is just who you are. This is just your personality and your nature, and you don't see anything opposite of it. Because what it is is it's an issue that only Jesus can solve. Because it's an issue of the flesh. That's all. It's an issue of the flesh. It's what it is. The fleshly issue. Hallelujah. But Jesus wants to transform these issues. Jesus wants to transform our hearts. Not only wants to transform, but he has the power to transform. He has the power to cause us to be transfigured. Be ye renewed. Be, or be you transformed by the renewing of your mind, all right? Metamorphosed, changed. So, Father, I thank you right now for every person that is on here. Lord, I thank you that your word never fails. Lord, I thank you that you're looking at our hearts. You're not gazing at the outer appearance of anyone that is here. You are looking at the inward condition of our hearts. 
Lord, I ask that you would do an inner work. And uh, start it with me at first. Lord, do an inner work. An inner work in our hearts. Lord, the areas where we need growth, where we need expansion, God, where we need healing. Lord, begin to knock on those doors today. Lord God, I pray that we would hear the knock so strongly. Lord, that it would be impossible for us to deny that it is you, the King of kings, and the Lord of lords. I pray that you would begin to ignite us with so much love, even as this prayer is being released, God, to where when that moment of knocking comes, that there would be so much love for you in our hearts that it will be impossible to resist it this time, God, that our love will overcome our fears to change, mm. that our love will overcome, that, that, that our love for you will overcome our pride concerning changing. All of those things, Lord, where we say and accept with our personality, that's just the way that I am. All of those things, God, that cause us to... Uh, Exalt our philosophies and just say this. All of those things that cause us to just just be selfish and it's about us or, Lord, those things where we're still validating our responses. Lord, I ask that you would knock on the door of our hearts. Let the spirit of conviction rest in our heart, God, that we may be transformed transformed, transformed. transformation, 
that is taking place in our lives. No more double-mindedness. No more, no more walking in deception. No more, no more, Lord God, being a slave or a victim to certain things, God. We've been trying, starting, stopping, starting, stopping, starting, stopping. Mm. This will be a month of transformation for us as our mindset is being transformed first. Thank you, God. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. All right. So um, hopefully there's a couple of people on here. You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hopefully I ain't, I ain't offend uh, anybody on it. If I did, it's just what it is. I'm messing around. I'm exaggerating. I already know it's going to be, you know, some of the usuals. You know what I'm saying? That's like down with Miss Dion. You know what I mean? Um, you, you know what I mean? And, and you know, they all good and everything. But hopefully for those of you all that I don't know, let me say that. Those of you all that I don't know, um, hopefully. You know, like you still here. You know what I mean. The Bible says, "Whom the Father loves, who who the Lord loves, uh, He corrects." Okay, He corrects. This is actually one of the signs of the love of God. Is actually correcting, correcting to make sure you don't make a mistake or hurt yourself. So, if anybody wants to say, or or anybody just saying, "What's up?" Anything like that, yo. Mic check one two one two. Good morning. It's Krishanda. God hey, bless Krishanda. you. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you so much for this sobering message. Um, such a timely word. God bless you. Love you so much. Love you too. Good, Good morning. morning. Hey. <laughs> Good morning. This is Mary. Thanks so much for speaking truth in the name of Jesus. Yeah. Praise God. Good Thank morning. You. Prosperous Pam here. Yes, that was an amazing word. Thank you. Thank you, Brother hey. Phil. Hey. Have a blessed day. You too. Hey, what up? Good morning. What up? What up? What up? What Look at me, Rochelle. Rochelle, me and you always right. at the same time, twin. Right, for the love of Jesus. Good morning, Philip. That was that good old hood word. Okay, I'm going to go on mute until we get ready to discuss it. <laughs> good morning, Miss Leomi. A great declaration this morning. Thank you. Amen. You're welcome. Amen. Praise God. Hey, good morning, Moxie Mona. Great word. Mona. I can wait to. Hey. Good morning. This is Georgia. That was an awesome declaration. Hey, Georgia. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, brother. Go ahead. Good morning. This is Al. Very um, empowering. Mm. Amen. Good morning, Sanai J. 
Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, brother. It's Diane. It's it's good to hear the truth. Mm. Great, great decoration. Praise God. Hey, Phil. This is glorious, glorious. Hey, 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 hey. Hey. Thank you. Thank you for more truth to walk with on and in. So God bless you. I love you. I appreciate you. God bless you. you too. God bless you too. Hey, Phil, it's Rochelle. I had to jump in. The DDP crashing. But I just want to say great declaration. You know, when we when you really love Jesus, you go hard in the paint. Bang, bang, Jesus game. Love you, sir. Bang, bang, Jesus game. <laughs> Listen, uh, don't be, uh, well, we, what we going to do real quick, I'm going to get up, say this and be done because I am working hard today, y'all, but. Bruh, that was so dope. Transformation from the inside out. What spoke to me is that you made so many points, but when you talked about having your sanctuary show on at church, but then, you know, it's the integrity of it. Because for me, I got to be me, and who gets me together are my kids. Because, you know what I mean? I, I worked as a, I'm a, I work, but I was working with the children a lot at church and being a greeter. When you're a greeter, you're on the front door. So you get to see everything, right? Mm-hmm. So it would be funny watching the young people and they're drawing on me because that's who tell the truth about who you are. Some people can't understand why their grown kids seem to be rebellious because they watched you. They saw you be mm-hmm. a hellion and now that you got your kingdom language, right, you expect them to respect what you're saying to do, but they've watched you. So you have to have grace and that integrity piece from the inside out. I've seen people, no shade, because I'm not a surgery chick, but I've seen people have weight loss surgeries. They may have lost 400 pounds, but they're the same person, if that makes sense. So you're yeah, right when you yeah. said it from the inside out. God knows what we are. I'm going to be me, wherever it is. But again, it's in my house. If if I'm off, my kids will get me together. I don't have to perform because I don't know how to do that. I don't have a poker face, and I can't be fake. But that, that transformation piece, it's so dope because God knows everything, and you're right. He knows my heart, but you got to get you together, or he will humble you. That message was on fire, and I'm cleaning windows, so i got to go. I love you, brother, and I'm praying for <laughs> Chicago as always. Mm. Praise God. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you. That was good, what you just said. That was good. God bless you, brother. Good morning. Um, I was wondering, want to know, um, <clears throat> I know prayer changes things. Um, we have to pray, pray to God and everything for um, to to be transferred and all that. But what what do you do when you study praying for your child that doesn't want to hear the word and that's homosexuality? So um, a couple of things the same way that you would uh remember it's the inward thing um before i go any further i want i want to make sure this because i know that um, this area uh, this is an area where let me let me just say it like this y'all just keep it all the way real let's just open our eyes and let's just look at things for face value 
face value, the spirit is actually telling us and identifying to us who it is, pride. You're dealing with pride. So if you're dealing with pride, the last thing that you want to do is tell somebody who's in pride or something, you know certain things, they, they aren't even going to try to listen to you. And there are things going on that are empowering their reasoning inside. So coming to them from this one place of um, trying to open their eyes about, you know, um, for lack of a better term, fornicating, you know, sex outside of the natural order of what God ordained um, in a marriage between a man and woman. Um, we want to pray for the love of God to really fill their heart. They they don't really know the love of God. We really want to cry out for them to experience the love of God in their heart. Why? Because we don't know all of the inner accusations that they may be hearing from the enemy every day. The enemy constantly accusing them. The condemnation, the shame. You know what I mean? We don't know the feeling of rejection that is there, that is in the heart. Okay? And so what we really want to be praying because, listen, it's the epitome of walking away from the Father's love. Think about this. Your Father made you something. Your Father gave you your identity, your biological identity, and you're outwardly renouncing that identity by saying, I'm going to take this thing, Father, that you made me as, and I'm going to cause it to be identified some other way, whether it's through name or whether it's through the action of, of, of messing with the same sex, okay? It is an outright rejection of the Father's love, outright rejection. And so we really want to pray for them to experience the Father's love because the Father of lies is the one who is speaking to them. We want to really pray for them to know the love of God, you know, because it's the Father's love. The Father is the one who will speak to them and not only give them identity, but help reaffirm and help restore identity. You have some people that are literally, they feel trapped. They might realize, a part of them might say, ooh, man, I think I done went too far. I don't know, but they don't know how to get back out. And then they're looking at what their options are, and they definitely don't want to come in this other area because they know, man, if I come over here and say what it is, they're going to make me feel like I'm in hell. I already feel like part of me feels like I'm going to hell anyway. But they're going to really make me feel like going to hell. Listen, your hell needs to start right now for even saying that. They really need to. That's the only thing that, like, and in praying for the Father's love, to fill their heart. There's a verse. Um, I'm going to pull it up right now. Um, um, <laughs> let me see. I'm laughing. I'm going to tell y'all while I'm laughing in a minute. I just saw something. I just, uh, I don't want to throw the conversation left, but let me let me say this. Second Corinthians 4, uh, verse 4. 
Wow, and I didn't even realize this part was in here. It says, in whom the God of this world uh, has blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. And so you think about this, the, uh, uh, the God of this world, or Satan, he tries to blind the minds and the hearts. What does he blind the mind and the hearts from? From the glorious light of the gospel of Christ. It says Christ who is the image of God. See, we're made in God's image. Jesus represents that image. One of the things with, with you know, the whole LGBTQ thing is they're accepting an identity that was not originally ordained for them. And so you really want to pray for God's love to fill their hearts, that their hearts will encounter the love. And in that love, it will cause the glorious light of the gospel to shine in their heart. I hope that was helpful for you. Thank you. You're welcome. Anybody else? I just want to say good morning. Um, God bless you. And it was an awesome declaration because transformation definitely starts on the inside. Amen. The evidence of it is on the outside. And like yes. you said, the heart, the heart needs to be transformed first because it is out of the heart which comes what comes from your mouth. Like you said, so a man thinketh in his heart, so if he comes from the heart. Thank you. Good morning. This is Georgia. Um, I'm going to just share that, you know, when I first started going to church, I started going to church as an employee. I started working there. And eventually I joined. And because I didn't join because I was, you know, led by God to, I learned how to do church. I learned how to put on a church face. Mm. And so, um, you know, I would I knew I, I'm I'm a polite person by, by nature, but you know, walking to the church, how you doing? Say sanctified, filled with the Holy Spirit. Last month was sanctification. I learned I was not sanctified because <laughs> I learned what sanctification really means. Um, but I I put on I had put on a um a, a mask to to kind of survive um you know church life. Um, but growing in the Lord, I could care less what I look like on the outside until um, um, I'm more concerned with my heart being changed. And it reminds me of that song by um, Tamala Mann, Change Me, Oh God, Make Me More Like You. Um, and that's where I am in my life spiritually. I'm not really concerned with uh, validation from outsiders and what they think or how they think where I'm at spiritually with the Lord. I'm no longer condemning myself, feeling like, um, I'm I'm far behind this person, or uh, I'm not where I need to be. I'm right where I need to be. I'm in the Word a lot more now, and I'm getting to know God for myself. And um, it, it it when when you when you shared your declaration this morning, it just made me think like, wow, I really didn't. Um, I really I was just putting on a on a on a mask. And I shared this with a group a couple weeks ago. You know, I sang in the church also. And um, I had a little haughty 
spirit because I also sang secular music before that. So I brought that same hottie spirit over musically trying to sing gospel. And, you know, the Lord used my own sense of humor to check me. And I was just like, I know it was the Holy Spirit because I wouldn't talk to myself like that. But he said, the whole time you were singing, you thought you had the oil and you was air fried. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it, it's funny, but, you know, it just it, it humbled me. And I appreciate the Holy Spirit humbling, humbling me. That, that's okay, laugh. It's okay. But I appreciate the Holy Spirit humbling me that way. Um, because it just lets me know that, you know, you're not singing for people. You're not singing for yourself. You're singing for the glory of me. And uh, I appreciated that revelation. Oh, man, I got to use that. Hey, it's hilarious. You think you got the oil. You just air fried. I'm sorry, y'all. That was funny. That was funny. Praise God for your for for what He did with you, though. Praise God, praise God, Hallelujah! That is hilarious. Oh, see, it shall again. Second Corinthians four. What was the verse? Verse four. Oh, four and yeah, four. We, yeah, we had two um, Second Corinthians today. We had a, yeah. No, no, I got the other one. Second mm-hmm. yeah, Corinthians eleven fourteen and. And then Second Corinthians four verse four. Okay, that was the second one. Um, and it just puts me in the mindset, um, real quick when you saying um about what you just read about being deceived and what they think. I um me and Dee Dee laugh all the time because I say I'm taking my rainbow back. That's not what the rainbow means. So I'm taking it back because yes. it's a promise. So that's that goes exactly with that. So thank you for putting scripture to it. Come on. Yes. Yes. I, hey, Philip. Oh, I'm sorry. Go okay. ahead, bro. Oh, no, go ahead. Go ahead. I'll, I'll wait till after you. Go ahead. I, I, I just wanted to say, this is Gloria again. I appreciate you um, reaffirming the fact that because we don't know what the enemy is saying on the inside of people, whether it's homosexuality, whatever it is, we have to be sensitive and obedient mm-hmm. to the spirit to do our prayer because if to pray because the more we like yang 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 at them, that qualifies mm-hmm. what the enemy in their minds it qualifies mm-hmm. what the enemy is telling them, and it doesn't mm-hmm. matter what the sin is, it doesn't matter what the issue is. We have to be led by the spirit in what we say and what we do, and a lot of times, particularly I know for me as an adult parent. A lot of times the thing is to pray. And if God, you know, gives an open where they, they're willing to say something about what's going on or to, or to ask my opinion, to give only what God says and to shut up, but stay in prayer. Mm. Mm. Um, it is, it is, it, it is, it, it is very, very, and, and, and having the testimony of, uh, uh, helping to tear down a marriage that God probably could have saved without me mm. calling that man the devil and everything else. Um, mm. And I'm, I, la- I can laugh about it now, but I have to, I have to own what my part was. Mm. We can't, we cannot allow our mouths and our, you know, cause we holy that to be used to destroy what God is actually working on. 
and I'm going to shut up from here. Mm. Man, that's and, that's so that's heavy. Go ahead. Who's the next person? Go ahead. Nah, I was going to say something about this, Christine, and show it again. Because like Gloria's saying, or even um, like what your book talks about, your devotional, as long as what we're doing is rooted and grounded in love, even if it's correction, even if it's, you know, telling someone the truth about what the word says, as long as we're doing it in love, then we have the right posture when we're giving the information versus doing it from a hostile place or I'm better than you place. It has to be done in love. All things have to be done in love. Nothing. And and even that, sometimes it's not even wanting to be haughty. It's like a desperation. There's a desperate, well, I can talk about me. There's like a desperation. I want to see this change so bad that I'm pulling all the shots out. And it's me pulling the shots as opposed to me standing in the, the, in the authority God has given me to pray and intercede for that person and to believe God for the change mm. and for me to be the change that they need to see in order to encourage them. Mm. That's good. Hey, Phil. Yeah. What Gloria said, too, I agree with her. That's the difference between knowing it's a God assignment and it's an us assignment because it is in love. But we got to be careful, like you said, do what only what God tells us to do when people, and back to um, Cynthia talking about her, the, you know, the, the sexuality issue, it's the sin. It's the, it, it, whether it's, it, let me say this real quick, you know how people can get so out of, just get upset because they found out their child is gay. They're ready, they're devastated about that. But they may have a child who, for instance, I know a lady who has a gay son, she despised him, but she has another son who got five baby mamas, and you're celebrating now. So, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? You gotta, that yes. just makes me, yes. I don't get that. Yes, that's, and you know what? That's part of the whole thing. You know what? Let me say this, y'all, too. I feel like, to me, this is a, a great example of something we were talking about. So, when I was saying before, you know, about the inward thing and then outward and how we can appear to be something outwardly. So I'm not saying this for anybody to word curse this person. I'm saying this so we could pray for this person. And if you listen to this man, if you are receiving ministry from this man, you need to know that Jesus is not speaking through him. And so you need to pray for this man, but you don't need to subject yourself to being led by this man. Now, I don't know who he is, but there's some guy named Judah Smith who's supposed to be like super popular, a super popular pastor. Uh, His name is Judah Smith. He has a teaching on YouTube called masturbation is a gift okay seriously it's just i just i just saw it masturbation is a gift all right now i want you to again based off of what we were saying outwardly he's you know he's a believer and saying all of this stuff but the heart behind saying masturbation is a gift. See, it really exposes the thing that's off. There's something that is seriously off. For him to come out publicly and want to even make a do a teaching 
on that particular thing. And this is what I'm saying. We want to be, we, we want to hear the heart of what people are saying. We want to hear the heart because then, um, you know, that here I'm looking at some of his messages. Um, you know, wow, he's been on, I mean, this guy is super popular, y'all. You know, he's got messages like, God is proud of you. You know, of course, we all want to hear that. You know what I'm saying? So we're going to feel like, hey, you know, this is what it is. You know, the Lord loves me. The Lord's not mad at me and all of this. But, you know, him saying masturbation is a gift, you know, like, my gosh, like, are you serious? So this is, to me, I'm just saying this is an example of things we can be looking like on the outside, but inwardly, you know, there's no transformation. And he, let me be quiet. I'm going to be quiet, y'all. Y'all go right ahead. You know what I'm thinking? I don't know why I keep thinking about this um, as the conversation is going on is usually we talk about stuff like, okay, they're drinking, they're smoking weed, they're doing cocaine, they're selling their body, they're doing all this stuff. Um, but it's interesting that um, when you talk about the outward um, for me, I just always want a balance in life. And I know sometimes I can even go way overboard on into my, um, my spirituality with the Lord. And it's like always for me a balance because I noticed since I've done that and maybe too, cause I've gone, gotten really, really close to God during the pandemic, but I'm heavier than I've ever been. And, um, sometimes I don't know. I just noticed that, um, sometimes There'll be people who will say you're doing this, you're doing that, but it shows itself even in weight. You can eat too much. You know, I mean, there's a thing of just like overeating, overdoing anything is not good. So um, I just think about that when I see people of the Lord and it might come out in my show in that way. And I'm not, I'm not saying it in any shade or anything because it's something I've struggled with my whole life is my weight. Um, but it can come out like that. You could be really overweight, but like telling somebody they shouldn't be doing this and they shouldn't be doing that. But, and that's showing an outwardly thing too, that it might be food for you. You know, that we don't really talk that much about on the call, but I just thought I would throw that in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's real. Good morning. Hey. Thank you for your declaration. This is Sylvia. Um, I really appreciate even just the theme for this month. The declaration on Friday was so transforming. I mean, just to move and, you know, physically and nutrition and behavior modification. Brother Marcus really just brought it full circle. And um, I just want to say that what I struggle with and what I'm working on, I'm not where I used to be, but I'm definitely not where I want to be. And I thank God for this journey. Um, and so, you know, he said he who was out saying throw the first stone. And I look, you know, um, I can minister to and, you know, pray with, you know, the patients in the hospital and just have the Holy Spirit move in those circumstances. But something happens when I'm talking to a bill collector or somebody that has mistakenly overcharged me or my mom's account 
And all of a sudden, I'm not that person anymore. And so that's what I'm praying on for God to change my heart so that I am the same person all the time, no matter what. And that, you know, thinking of the scripture, it says, be slow to anger. That's where my mm. struggle is. So thank you so much. Mm. Oh, and one more thing, too, because I'm in seminary school and, you know, it's like we can easily judge and, and look at other people's faults and then you know we look at our own and so when I hear whether it's through email or otherwise a you know a staff member at the seminary school who will say something you know aggressive like in an email response so let's to be clear or you know the instructions say you know just the tone and I'm thinking well wow you know or even in church growing up you know you they say one thing and then you, they see something else. The older people in the church used to have the youth just never want to come to church because of the way they would talk to them and, and treat them, you know. And so I don't want to be that person. I want to be the same at all times, Christ-like in everything I do. And that's what I'm praying God to transform me for, complete. Mm. Mm. Hallelujah. Hey, it's Krishanda. Um, thank you so much for this word. I'm just so grateful for you. Uh, always bring in the truth. Um, um, I just want to comment on some of the questions I know, um, <clears throat> comments that you've made um, around homosexuality and just different things that you said. Um, and the perspective was just so good. And one of the things um, around all kinds of young people, just we're all around all kinds of people, but what I just, to cut to the chase is that I have to remind myself that I am not baby Jesus, um, that I can pray um, in faith and show love. That just like, ask, I ask God to give me more capacity because what I realize is certain situations will come up and almost like making um, uh, people, I, I want to say kind of idols, but that, that might not be the right word, but putting so much on um, trying to um, change someone or change something where I realized I just needed to just pray and let God uh, use me and um, give me more love, give me more capacity just to be there and just to love. I'm not baby Jesus. God is, we don't know the timing that people are in and that I just need to rest assured that he's going to do what he said he's going to do and let it go. I am not baby Jesus. So thank you, um, Brother Phil. I'm just so grateful for you. And I just pray that God blesses you, that he will be your rear guard, that he covers you from the top of your head to the sole of your feet. Love you, man of God. Brother Phil, good morning, brother. This is Brother Al. Thank you for that. Before you say anything, Al, thank you so much, sister, for that prayer and everything, for real. What's up, Al? How you doing, brother? Um, you know, it reminds me of, you know, I mean, I mean, pretty much we all have someone that is either transformed or homosexual. But, you know, the Bible says love the sinner but hate the sin. And so even though they may have, cho- they, have they may be in a different, a different lifestyle, love that individual, you know, because Christ loved us. And it's not for us to do, as we say, it's not for us to do the transformation. It's up to God, you know, because when, when all of us we took our walk and we came to Christ, it was God making the transformation in us, you know. Um, we didn't do it ourselves, but he worked through us, you know. Day in and day out, he worked through us. And the fact that, you know, that 
we, as humanistically, we look at the outside, but God looks from the heart. And if we can just take a page from that and just look at the heart, then all else will uh, prevail and all else will heal. You know, um, there are people who've been known to uh, transition back. You know, um, it's the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the one that does the surgery, open heart surgery to the heart and to the mind. So let that, that, that mind be in tune. You know, just love the sinner, but hate the sin. Amen. Amen. Thank you for that, brother. Anybody else? Okay, I want to um, send a shout out to Dion. You know, bless her. You know, as the woman of God who God has used to open his line, there's an anointing um, that is on her life. Um, and so we want to honor her, always show her honor, um, always show her love. Um, I'm about to send her a seed right now, as a matter of fact. Um, you know, we always want to honor. You know, God loves honor. You know, God loves honor. And like, like for real, for real. And in God loving the honor, you know what, Dion? I realized I got two PayPal's for you. Dion, which which one? I got two PayPal's. Which one should I be sending the the seed to right now? Should I send it to? Um, do they do they both still work, or is it like? Can somebody find out Dion's PayPal real? I mean, um, not PayPal, uh, Cash App. The radical midwife one is, um, yeah, that's right. I'll send it to you, too. And, okay, and got, as I a got, matter of no, fact, as a matter of fact, not just for Phil, but Phil just opened up the door um, to sow into Dion's life because of her dedication and because of we meet here every day. We get fed every day um, yeah. because of her, yes. So um, her cash app is dollar sign, um, the radical midwife. Um, just trying to get it up here for you. Her PayPal is, hold on, I just want to make sure I get it right for you guys. Go ahead, Phil. If, Keep talking. I'm going to get it, get all three of them for you. Yeah, because what you're saying, that's exactly what I'm trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> we on the same hey, wavelength. Hey, all right. Hey, Dr. Phil, real quick, too, also, uh, right before you was about to close out, I was. Wait, 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 not, wait, not, hold on, real No, I'm not cutting you off. Let me just, just real quick, I wanted to just say this, this thing I was saying about Dion. Okay. And then, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I got you. So I wanted to say, because, um, nah, this was never about, like, me, what I was saying. This was, um, I was saying that we want to sow into, I was saying God loves honor. And, you know, in honoring her, she's the one that's opening the door for us to, like our sister just said, hey, we get to get on the phone. Um, you have these things you get to get ministered to every day. You get to share, you get to receive, you get to pray.
pray, all of these different things. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, it's all because of, you know, her yielding to God and saying yes in this particular area. And even though we may know some, you know, um, sometimes we may not know the fullness of what she goes through as a leader. You know what I'm saying? As someone who's leading on this line, whether it's the uh, negative words that are said to her, negative comments, whether it's Facebook messages, whether it's inboxes, whether it's people who may see her when they eventually do see her, whether they talk to her on the phone, whether it's gossip, whether it's, you know what I'm saying, all of that stuff, not to mention just the stuff one-on-one that you deal with just as a leader. And the enemy just trying to tell you stuff. You know what I'm saying? And you trying to sit there and, you know, still not be saved. But then on top of that, dang, I got to, you know, I got to I got to be a leader in this thing. You know what I'm saying? Like I got to respond as a, as you know, with a certain level of maturity. And right now I don't want to respond with that level of maturity, but I have to respond with that level of maturity, you know, and all of those battles and things that go along with that particular thing, you know? And so I'm just saying that, it's it's supernatural um, um, when we release offerings, when we honor. Okay, I know everybody's talking about the whole Creflo dollar thing going around. I'm not talking about none of that. At the end of the day, um, um, sowing into someone is a supernatural thing. It is, okay, because we're sowing into um, someone who is now supernatural, okay? Hallelujah. And so I'm saying if you can, Bless the woman of God. If this is not your day or whatever, or you have your check right now, that's fine. It's no condemnation. But I'm just saying, let this be something that's in your heart to want to bless and want to honor the woman of God for the God in her and what God is doing through her. Um, as a woman of God, opening the door for these type of anointings, like the anointing of transformation and things like that to actually be released um, into our lives. Amen. And uh, it's dollar sign. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, um, the the cash app is dollar sign, the radical midwife. PayPal is paypal.me forward slash. That's going forward. Dion Jackson. And then um, for uh, Zelle, it's capital D, lowercase d, S as in Sam, H-A-R-I-C-E, number one, at yahoo.com. And if anyone needs it, again, I'll post it in the room, or you could text me, and I'll make sure that um, <clears throat> I give you the correct information. Amen. Be so into the woman of God, G-A-W-D. <laughs> Hallelujah. And if there's nothing else, yo, we out. We lifting you up too, bro. Covering you. Amen.
Thank you for, for praying for me. To say something before we did the cash out. Oh, yeah, that's mm-hmm. right. That's right. I'm so sorry. Mm-hmm. I'm so sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. I forgot. Go. You go. Go right ahead and share, please. It was Mona. Mona, come on. Moni in the middle. Hey, you look at me. I have to jump back in. You guys, sorry, I was getting divine ready. But no, what I wanted just to say was thank you for sure for that awesome decoration. But when you was we was discussing the um, you know, the 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 sexuality um situation. You know, one thing I am learning, you know, that I have learned even is, you know, do your part. Like, especially if you see it in your children or grandchildren or anything like that, don't ignore those things. Or even the Holy Spirit is speaking to you about it because we do have power and authority. You know, we can go to the courts of heaven. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, just know that, you know, in that and trusting in God and doing it, you know, in dismantling whatever the altar that may be you know, that may be in the bloodline or maybe in your life that's harming that, that your your child or your grandchild. Because that's what, for me, what the Holy Spirit led me to do. Mm, that's good. Come on, all this wisdom on this line. Anybody else? Did anybody else want to share? Okay. Well, Father, we just thank you for what you're doing today. We thank you for what you're doing, period, what you're doing in our lives. We yield and we submit to that inner work of Holy Spirit. Uh, We yield, we submit to to that inner calling, that inner nudging um, of what you are doing, oh God. Father, we just thank you that you are faithful to your word to perform it. Just continue to do good things cause our mouth to be satisfied with good things so that our youth will be renewed like the eagles. Lord, you said that your glory causes our face to shine. And so I pray that you would pull out more of your inward, more of your glory in our inner parts. Cause our inner parts to know your glory. Cause our inner parts to know your wisdom, to know your truth, to know your love. Cause our inner parts to know these things, oh God. Jesus, reveal yourself to our inward to our inward parts, Jesus. Cause us to know you inwardly. And I thank you, Lord, that as you're releasing that, it will cause our face to shine outwardly. We bless you and we receive that anointing of transformation that you are releasing on this line. We bless Dion, Lord God. We pray that you will continue to prosper her. You will continue to bless her. And we just pray for the shalom of God to rest upon her life in a greater way. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 God bless y'all. Amen. Amen. God bless you, man of God. Look, I got baby Jesus gay, and I got you ain't got no oil. You air fried. Okay. <laughs> hey, you got nuggets today. Wet on. Oh my God. <laughs> hey, listen. Have a blessed day, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.
<laughs> I love you too. Oh, and wow, that sounded so good. Come on, come on. Love you too. Come on out and now you say love you. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Love you so much for you to say that. Thank you. Love you. Yes. All right, y'all. All right. Be blessed, man of God. Be blessed. Bye bye.